0: okay good morning it's January twelfth um early morning Sunday morning and so many things have happened um just recently I came across um <clears throat> weird and interesting people um one is that um <clears throat> been thinking about passive aggressive people who um kind of <clears throat> excuse me kind of are, um, bent on, <clears throat> excuse me, bent on, um, <clears throat> destroying somebody's reputation, and so I'm not going to name names, but they, um, are miserable in themselves, so they seek to, um, by their own fiat or power, try to, um, sabotage someone's reputation, um, so, uh, and this is about um, a power play, and this is about politics, and this is not about um, loving your neighbor as yourself, so I just want to read something that I uh, just recently ran across, um, it's it's just a, a short little blog excerpt that i thought would be uh interesting to read and um you can take what you need from it i think i've learned a lot from it um and i think it's 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 sort of like the state of our culture right now of everyone is very individualistic and they um they don't really want to um be held accountable um they don't want to be held accountable for things that they need to be held accountable for and so um it's it's a bad situation so uh it's a it's it's a bad thing to uh well let me just title read the title to this um, excerpt that i Or it's a post it's a blog post Um, I didn't write it uh, a pastor wrote it and it's called answering to no one that's the title of the title of um, of the post of the right of the blog and it's called answering to no one and so this is how it starts John was an older bachelor although still in his 30s who had been part of the church since he graduated from college he had always been reclusive and almost never had people over to his apartment. In years past he had attended worship regularly, but over the previous 3 years the attendance had grown increasingly spotty. One day his pastor asked him about it, and this is what precipitated his final departure and withdrawal from of his membership. In that conversation the pastor discovered that John had really strong objection to the church's statement of faith, not to any of the content, but rather the mere fact of it. It was made up of the words of men. In addition, the fact that the pastor used commentaries in the preparation of his sermons came up, and John let it be known that he thought that Christians, and especially pastors, ought to be individuals of one book, hence the Bible, just the Bible alone. There are groups of people who are like that. They are just want... They don't. They believe the extra things like the Westminster Confession of Faith, the Heidelberg Catechism, the Canons of Dort, uh, Matthew Henry commentaries—those are all kind of like you can't, you can't read those because that's extra biblical. It's not extra biblical. It's their their guides and their aides and their godly people who wrote those, who loved the Word of God and honored it, and they were. <clears throat> They are fallible men and women, or men, who um, wrote these books, these guides for people to use and to glean from uh, to help them in their study of the Bible. Well, John was an engineer. Let me go back to the blog. John was an engineer and prided himself on being a perfectionist. And so the reason he wouldn't invite people over to his home was because he did not want anyone to know what a disordered state it was in. But his pastor pointed out to him that he was not a man with no commentaries, but rather that he was a man with one running, running commentary in his head. That's a really good point. So there's this one running commentary in his head and somewhat poorly informed one. John interpreted this as a reliance upon the arm of flesh. There were many aspects of John's life that were admirable, but there was one characteristic that every aspect of his life had in common. He would not be accountable to anyone else for any part of it. There you go. He would not be accountable to anyone else for any part of it. He would not be accountable. He answered to himself alone. And that was simply the way it was going to be. So he was his own God. He became his own commentator 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 so he was the end of his own decision making and so he in himself was a god and so it was with with that he withdrew from christian fellowship completely isolating himself as neatly as you please when his pastor gave his report to his elders on their last conversation he summarized it nicely his besetting sin was refusal to be accountable. And by sheer effort of will, he managed to make his besetting sin into a supreme virtue. And no one is ever going to tell him differently. So, um, I really, really think that some, there, well, the, this person wrote that the patterns being described here, however, are not entirely fictional. And will no doubt be recognized instantly by any experienced pastor. So this is for for pastors out there and for anybody really who's trying to, um, you know, to um, encourage in other Christians um, in, in the body of, of believers to help them to um, see that we need to love one another and not let things pass by but it ultimately is the pastor's um you know it is the pastor's role to make sure that you know that people are walking faithfully in the lord and and when you don't have fellowship and you you are on your own you're not you're not living biblically because it, God calls us to live in fellowship with one another, and to, to be in 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 fellowship and in, in a church that preaches the word biblically. And um, my and I, I I resonate with this because <clears throat> it's the opposite of what I want to be accountable. I want to be in a church that holds me accountable. I want to be in God's word. And be hearing the word of God every every week, and every every Lord's Day, and yet I'm in serious trouble with my living situation. I'm in constant upheaval. I have I've moved from Hillsboro to Antrim to Bennington, and now it's going to be into um another another place, another town. Lord willing um i can plant myself in a biblical a biblical church i i don't know where god wants me to be in in a sound church and even <clears throat> i have a really hard time with this praise band worship churches they really are not biblical and it it really it's really hard for me to be in a, a a church that's only just you know all all this fanfare and i really don't know what to do i feel very isolated and i don't want to be so with that young man who's sort of strayed away and made himself his own god in this post you see that Apparently he, um, you know, was not really um, getting fed, and he really apostatized from the church. He didn't want to be held accountable. His he was a sinner, and he is that's his besetting sin. So you pray that he would repent. And we pray also that we would all know what our besetting sins are. I believe my besetting sin is I really want to find a perfect church. I know that sounds really bad, but I do want to find a church where I, there's, it's more resonating with following good biblical patterns. And so I'm not sure. I'm in the same situation as him, but I have my own sins. And so that clearly opens the door to seeing that this is a reality, that we all have some kind of sin that we have to like wrangle with and wrestle with and deal with. because I, I want to be accountable. I want to be fed the Word of God. I, I don't. I want to be in fellowship, um, and I want to be a member. And there are churches that won't take me as a membership because I have to be. I have to. I have to be. Go according to their standard their statement of faith which is, yeah, I don't, I'm not a Baptist, and so I, I can't follow the Baptist tradition, but I don't, I, I guess I have to wrangle with it myself, but, okay, so that, that was what I read, and I think Mm -hmm. that it resonates with a lot of people who are, um, struggling with lots of issues, and, um, and we just pray that they would, uh, God would open up their eyes and that God would open up our eyes, all of our eyes, because we're so weak and in, in our own world. And then when you get tangled in, in the world, you really can't think clearly. You're sort of in the muck of everything. And so there needs to be a a good, happy balance in, in, in life. Well, happy balance in the way that it's balanced and and looked at through God's word as God word God's word helps us to live a godly life not a a man made or worldly life so okay so that's my um podcast for today on reading um a sample of what happens when people stray and and don't stay in, in, in a church. But I have s- similar problems with the church as well. I do. I have lots of problems with them not following the gospel. So I I need prayer where God wants me, what church God wants me at. And I know they are sincere Christians and they love Jesus. However, it's just, I need fellowship. I i feel stuck, and I want to know how I can get this unstuck and to be in fellowship with the church and not have um, this being isolated. Also, I ask for prayer for my family, my son, Ben, and my son, Jacob, and my daughter, Ardelia that God, I believe in the in covenantal God, that he would save them and save them from their world of of worldliness. And also that I would be able to talk to my family. And also I pray that my this job at Michael's, that on the 19th, that they would actually truly hire me, that it would not be some kind of a game and also that today as i leave here i pray ask for your prayer that you would pray for me in regards to um getting to this place this woman's house margaret's that margaret would find favor with me and um let me stay with her and then i could try to launch from there to figure out where God really, really, really wants to use me. Also, I'm selling my artwork. Please contact me at thunderberrygrace at gmail.com It's thunderberrygrace at gmail.com and ask that you would pray for china and the pastors would get out of prison they would take the pastors out of the prisons there and give them their freedom so i'm signing off now um this is at live podcast at thunderbird Um, It is now January 12th, 426 a.m. in the morning, and I'm in Bennington, New Hampshire.